Business Tech Weekly podcast episode number 107. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Oh yeah, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. The high adrenaline version. I'm flying solo today, my friends. Cliff Ravenscraft here in the studios. My good friend Andy Traub is making big things happen in his business down in Nashville, Tennessee. Just about six hours south of me. I could be there right now. But instead, I'm here with you guys. And that is an awesome place to be. I am flying solo today. I, we we're going to take the week off, but I decided I had a topic that just had to come out, and I figured Business Tech Weekly is the place for me to do it. Now, those who have been longtime listeners of gspn.tv, uh, and particularly those who have listened to a lot of a show that I produce called uh, Pursuing a Balanced Life, have heard me talk about this topic off and on over the last several years. And uh, it has everything to do with reading books, reading books. Now, first and foremost, and and by the way, you guys have heard me here on this podcast, Business Tech Weekly, talking about the Kindle and my love for the Kindle. And uh, by the way, I am very happy to say that I have put it on my calendar for tomorrow to spend at least two or three hours creating my calendar. Kindle Touch review, uh, my full video review of the Kindle Touch. Now, the chances of that getting done tomorrow are probably in the 85% range. You know, I'm about 85% sure it'll happen tomorrow. But, uh, you know, it's been one of those things I've been wanting to do. I love my Kindle. Real quick, I will tell you that prior to getting my Kindle, I I never really enjoyed reading at all. Um, I don't know why it's just been something that I, it's been a part of, uh, just who I am that I just reading is my least favorite thing to do. I grew up with television. I like television. I listen to audio, uh, listen to a lot of music growing up. And when I got older, I, I would listen to talk radio and stuff like that in the car, but I really never got into reading all that much unless I was required to do it. And I was one of those one of those uh, people that in middle school and in high school, when we were required to read those books books for literature class or uh, English class or whatever, language arts, whatever, I mean, they always changed the name of what those things were called. But anyway, those classes where I had to read those books, I want to tell you, I was one of those ones who either ended up watching a movie and discussing it with other people, or I would get the Cliff's Notes. Uh, I know, huh? funny pun. I'd never heard that one before. But yes, Cliff's Notes. I would I would get the Cliff's Notes. I would read the Cliff's Notes. And, that, you know, and, and even then, I would skim <laughs> the Cliff's Notes of these books. Uh, Victor Hugo and, and all these other people. I mean, it's, it's um, my, of mice and men and... Oh, gosh, The Great Gatsby. I mean, come on, puke in my mouth. That is so, I mean, who wants to read that stuff? 
And and I just never liked it. I and I, I just could never force myself to read those books, never even attempted to. It just it was the least appealing thing to me. Um and, and so I I I very rarely ever read any of that stuff. And and matter of fact, in school, the books that were required reading in school, I never did I never did read any of them from front cover to back cover. It just never happened. Um now, with that being said, when I when I uh, got into college, I did read several books, but because I had to and getting by with the Cliffs Notes wasn't really an option. And and so there were uh, there were probably through I, I, let's see, I, I attended I probably uh, I would say in, at Northern Kentucky University, I think I went there for two and a half years and I probably read about three books then. When I actually, uh, I left there and, and started insurance and did some other things, when I actually went into ministry, that's when I started reading books from front cover to back cover. And even then, it was relatively uh, few. I, I read the entire uh, biography of uh, John Wesley, for example. I read a couple books about evangelism. I read some other books about ministry and and when I was studying to become a licensed minister in the Nazarene Church, I went to uh, online distance learning uh, through Nazarene Bible College. And basically, the entire course was reading books. And the workload was such that, you know, here are five books that you are required to have for this course. And um, here's your homework for this week. You need to read uh, chapters one through seven of this book, one through five of this book, and one through nine of this book. And that's what you have to read this week. And it was intense. And you had, it's like they gave you the number of pages of written, um, you know, written documentation of what your synopsis, how you would summarize everything you've read. And that is submitted not to the teacher, but it's submitted to the class. And then after you submitted your document, you were required to pull down the documents of at least two other people in the course and read through theirs and then have a discussion back and forth while um, while you, you know, about what they had wrote about what, you know, their synopsis is and and have an ongoing conversation. It was ridiculous. But the one thing it did is it forced me to read a lot of books. And so I would say that most of the books I've ever, you know, up until when I got my Kindle, most of the books I've ever read, I read during, a, I would say, what was that, 18 months of my life. And I, I probably read about maybe 13, 14 books right about that period of time. And they were good. They were good books. Not There weren't things I would have read otherwise. But, um, you know, just reading a book has not been something that has ever been all that appealing to me. Uh, I remember being on ministry teams and and pastor friends of mine saying, you know, hey, here's this book or our leadership team. We're going to read this book. It's like, oh, great. Another book. And and that's always been my approach to books. Now, what happened, though, is then all of a sudden I learned of these things called audiobooks, And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. And I remember, um, oh goodness, what were some of the first audio? Matter of fact, let me let me log into Audible.com because that's where most of my books. You know what? One of the first Audible 
uh, audio books that I listened to was Tribes by Seth Godin. And now this book was out of this world. It was amazing. And I just remember being totally into the message of everything that it was being that was being shared there. And uh, let's see here. You have switched your switched to using your Amazon sign in information for Audible. So I need to sign in with my Amazon information. So bear with me here. Sign in now. And there we go. Now I'm able to get in. So if I go to my library, I'm going to tell you about some of the books that I have in here. And why does it only show one book? Huh. View your Audible history. Anyway, I'm not even going to worry about it at this point. I could care less. Okay. So the thing is, is here's the situation. I, I, I listened to Seth Godin's book, Tribes. And, and it was really good. Seth Godin read it. And and I consumed that book, and and the thing is though is I didn't con- I didn't get as much out of that book as I would have had I read it, and the reason I know this is because I'm getting ready to build something that is built upon with the principles of a lot of the things I remember hearing in this book and things that I've known, but I I really just want to go through this book as a refresher, and one of the things I don't want to do is listen to Seth Godin read me the book again. And so what I had, I, I'm, I actually went to Amazon and purchased the book Tribes a second time, and this time sent it to my Kindle for me to read. Um, the, Entre Leadership is a book that recently, well, let me, before I get to Entre Leadership, let me get back to some other books. Um, I've read, I've listened to most of the Twilight book um, back in... Oh, I guess maybe two years ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And I listened to the Twilight book and I totally enjoyed that. But what I realized after I started reading the book instead of listening to it, how much I was missing, how much detail I was missing. Because Stephanie would uh, start bringing up things that she had that was in that chapter. And I'm like, I don't remember that. And what I find is that my mind wanders off. And I'll get into that in a, in a minute as well. There, There were... There was only really one book that I remember thoroughly enjoying, and I do mean thoroughly enjoying in audio format, and that would be The Accidental Billionaire. The Accidental Billionaire, I don't remember who the author of, who read that book, who the narrator was, but The Accidental Billionaire was the story of, of the fictional telling, if you will, of, of how Facebook came about. And, and I say fictional because you didn't get Mark Zuckerberg's opinion. And a lot of that stuff is, you know, only Mark Zuckerberg would really know. And it's a lot of hearsay from other people's testimonials from court documents and stuff like that. If you ever saw the movie The Social Network, it was based on the story found in The Accidental Billionaire. And it's totally not completely true to life. But I remember listening to that and I enjoyed that book. But here's what I, I found is when I got a Kindle and 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 and, and, and but um, I also did um, do 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 did I how did I get um, that four hour work week I think four hour work week I did read in ebook format so here's the situation I I've, I've got a lot of audiobooks and I've listened to a lot of audiobooks some books that I've read in audiobooks that I think I've totally wasted my money on. Um, is anything by Malcolm Gladwell. The Tipping Point, listen to the entire audiobook. Honestly, truthfully, 
I think it was a total, complete waste of my money. Good content. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even call it a great content, but I retained probably 5% of anything I heard. Um, and, and I'll explain to you how my mind works when it comes to these things as to why I really don't feel like I got any value out of listening to the audiobook. Not to mention the fact that Malcolm Gladwell, absolutely brilliant man, but uh, I, he really puts me to sleep when I listen to him talk. Um, he, it's just like <sighs> snore fest. And, and um, the same thing is true. There, there's another, uh, there's Malcolm Gladwell's, there's The Tipping Point, Blink, I think is another book, and, and something else. And I, I listen to all those books. And be honest with you, um, I, I can hardly tell you anything about any of those things. I, I, I don't even know, even today, I don't think I could define to you what a maven is and what a connector is. I have I have an overall idea of what those concepts are, but really was never able to soak them in and ingest that that terminology. It, it it just it was just like boom, it was read to me, and the next thing I know, thirty two minutes later, we're on to a completely different topic. Um, and not to mention the fact I was driving on a boring road between here and Columbus, and that drive is extremely. A boring drive, and it, it it's it's like next thing I know, it's like wait a second, am I awake? I should probably pull over and get some fresh air because I'm about ready to pass out from boredom and falling asleep here. And so I I miss so much of that. And and Stephen's asking, is Audible sponsoring this podcast? <laughs> no, Audible is not. Um, so Malcolm Gladwell books. Uh, I mentioned that I really enjoyed Tribes, Seth Godin, and I want to tell you, I think Seth Godin is a brilliant person as well. Another book that I purchased via Audible uh, was the more recent book that he did, Lynchpin, okay? Again, I remember hearing it. I remember hearing about stickiness, uh, the, 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 I I, I think that might have been the book that, where he talked about um, what they learned from Blue's Clues, um, some other things. Anyway, all I remember about Lynchpin is I listened to the entire audiobook, um, which I think what is it about seven or eight hours? I listened to half of it on the way to from Cincinnati down to Nashville, Tennessee, and I listened to the other half of that book from Nashville, Tennessee back to Cincinnati, and I probably retained maybe one, maybe a half a percent of that book. A half of 1% of that book retained. I I think Lynchpin is, and I think the only thing I I remember is become indispensable. I I think that's the only thing, the only thing that I I retained from that. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the tagline of the book. So, and and I think the only reason I retain that is because I see the, the, the label of that book every now and then and I read it and it's like, man... I, I really wish I would have been able to consume the, the great content of that book. And, 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 and here's the thing. When I, when I, when I listened to tribes, I, I wasn't reading books then. I was only listening to them. So if, it, if I didn't listen to it, I wasn't consuming the material. And so it, it was just like, eh, you know, it, it, was, it was good. So tribes, I thought it was great. I thought I consumed a lot. It wasn't until I started having books that I had in audible format or audio format but I also had in Kindle format. And when I actually compared, like there would like, especially when I got into New Moon, 
There were times when I would listen to one chapter in audio and I would read the next chapter or three, two or three chapters in my Kindle and then I would become so busy that the only time I would be able to get the next chapter after that in was in audio format. I, it became clear to me that I despise listening to audio books. I don't just not like it. I hate it. I, I hate it a lot. I hate it as much as a physical book. And, and, and it, yeah, it just became, it just became really clear to me that, that I don't like audiobooks and, 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 and so here's the, here's the situation. So I, I put this out on Twitter, which syndicates out to Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And a couple things came up as a result of this, you know, some people are like, well, what about this? What about this? And a lot of people, there were quite a few people said, I completely agree with you. The only exception would be fiction. And some, I, I totally can get that. In fact, um, I be, I was, by the way, I was an Audible subscriber for two and a half years. And I wasn't just like one of their minimum members. I was one of those guys who, who went ahead and paid, I went, I went the 24 credit route. Okay. So I've got like 40, 48, maybe 50 or probably just a little over 50 audio books that I own and have access to and consumed most of them really haven't they haven't transformed my life at all whereas it seems like every single book i read in the kindle is 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 life transformational even books that are not even meant to be all that transformational it just seems like they're just like whoa that's amazing um and so I'm going to explain to you how that is for me. And and by the way, this is not a podcast episode where I'm trying to convince other people to think like me. All I'm doing is is I want to have a I wanted to have a podcast episode where I could point people to, and if if the topic ever comes up of why don't I like audiobooks and why do I prefer Kindle books over audiobooks and why do I prefer Kindle books over these physical pieces of paper. Uh, you know, why, why is it? Then I can just point people to this episode. And so that's why this episode's being here. It's not here to convince you to think like I think, because I recognize that books have been around for years before the audio versions. Books have been around for years before the Kindle versions. And lots of people love to read books. And, and, and I'm totally down with that. And I, I understand that. And if you can gain a lot of valuable insight out of those, that's great. But for me, I I am going to explain to you now why I don't like audiobooks. And before I do, the number one comment that I got was, wow, I can't believe somebody who has devoted their life to creating audio content and, and has talked about why he does audio podcasting rather than spoken, spending all this time writing written blog posts why would somebody who who has devoted their life to audio podcast not prefer how can you say that you don't prefer audio written words or you know audio uh books and here's the reason and it's very easy for me to explain one is that a podcast episode does not can no first and foremost a podcast episode is usually something where you get somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour of content that has a logical beginning and a logical end. And usually it's about it, it's about a week before you get the next installment. And usually 
it's either it's a conversation. And when I say it's a conversation, it's a conversation like me solo behind the microphone having this conversation with you listening to me tell you about my thoughts here about technology and business and how I prefer to consume content that that helps me think about things and and renews my mind and transforms my mind in radical ways about how I approach business. And so this is me having a conversation with you, all right? So, or a podcast is can be a conversation between two people. So sometimes the conversation isn't necessarily for especially for Business Tech Weekly. This this week's different. I'm solo. But normally Business Tech Weekly is a conversation between with me having a conversation with Andy going back and forth where we invite the audience, you the listener to listen to our conversation. And and whereas a chapter of a book just even just one chapter of a book is not equivalent, especially one chapter of an audiobook, is not equivalent to one podcast episode. Um, and and the big thing here is that um, it, it it's somebody reading to you. It and, and and it's so instead of a conversation, it's somebody reading a script, reading something to you. Uh, and 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 this is very different. Listening to somebody read to me, it, it, the, the, I've, there are some great narrators out there. And by the way, audiobooks, uh, you know, there are some that just have horrid narrators. Some of them have wonderful narrators. And, and that makes a huge difference. But even the best of narrators still fall short when it comes to some of the other things, which is the fact that in an, an audio podcast, there is, um, you know, it, it's not so condensed with information. There, there usually an hour worth of podcast. Usually, there's you could listen to it. You can just listen to the conversation happen, and you actually, as the the person doing the podcast or the people doing the podcast, all of a sudden it's like a conversation from beginning to end, and there are revelations and insights that come out of that. But it's not like jam packed full of one inspir or one revelation right after the other. Whereas with some most books, at least really good ones, I get into it and I start reading, and it's like wow, the first two paragraphs, whoa, I totally see that. That is, I've seen this happen, and this is where I've seen this happen. And wow, if I applied where that's, if I take that, I can apply it over. Oh my goodness! This would train. This, you know what? Let me let me put the book down for a second. I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna write myself. I'm gonna put this on my to do list. Boom, Rat it. And that's like the first three paragraphs of a book. Uh, in fact, I will tell you, Tribes is one of those books. Seth Godin, it, it it is amazing. It is amazing just how powerful this book, especially for where I am, exactly the project that I'm working on right now. It is transformational. It, it seems like every paragraph has something of extreme value. So here's what I like to do. I like to read a few paragraphs of a book, and I like to sit and ponder the deep thoughts that are often shared within just those. Sometimes it's even a few sentences. I don't know about you guys, but it, it, back when I did force myself, when I started this business, I forced myself did get a couple written books. One of the first written books that I read was 48 Days to the Work You Love. In fact, you can go to gspn.tv forward slash 
48 hyphen days. That's 48, the number 48. So gspn.tv forward slash 48 hyphen days. And you can hear all the insights that I did during that. But here's what you'll find is that when I read that book, um, it was like three months between the first episode related to that book and the end of that book. It took me three months to read that book. It's not because I read that slow. It's because it's like, wow, major revelation in this couple of paragraphs. I'm not even done with the first chapter yet. I And I'm the type of person, I can give you that book. I have that book here somewhere. It's like, there. It, I might as well just highlight three or four words in the entire chapter that I don't want to highlight and then just leave the rest there. I'd save, I'd save money in highlighters. I highlight the entire book. It's like, this is great, amazing, insightful, encouraging information that is going to change the way that I do things moving forward. And and a couple sentences, a couple paragraphs, and yeah, I have the entire next hour and a half I could sit here and read this book. But to be honest with you, I'm going to take this paragraph or these three or four paragraphs, I'm going to highlight a couple things here, I'm going to dog ear, I'm going to bend over the edge of this page, I'm going to close this book and I'm going to sit down Let me think about this. Let me go write a blog post about this. Or back then, let me record a podcast episode about how this thought or these thoughts in this few sentences or paragraphs has massively inspired me. And let me just live that out for a few days. Let me let that soak in for a few days. And so it's very possible that that honestly, a a chapter that, that only is, you know, 10 pages in a book, you know... I could take three weeks to read that one chapter that I love the idea of reading a few paragraphs, stopping to ponder the deep thoughts often shared within them, and then sharing that and and, and thinking through and processing it. But in audiobooks, this is what happens. The audiobook tends to keep pushing me forward without any time to think and soak in and, and allow the thoughts to fully renew or transform my mind. Audiobooks push me forward. Keep going. Keep moving. Hey, buddy, come on. Get, get a, step aside, dude. We we got we got more to do. And the next thing I and, and see in books, I don't know about you. Sometimes I'll be th- I'll read the first three sentences of a single paragraph, and by that time, it said something that set my mind on fire. And I'm like, my my mind is somewhere else. And the next thing I know, I'm reading. But I realized that while I'm reading, I'm thinking about something else. I'm thinking about an inspired thought that is inspired by the first couple sentences of this paragraph. And by the time I'm at the end of the paragraph, I have no clue what the second half of the paragraph says. My mind has been inspired by the first few sentences. And so I find myself sometimes having to reread a single paragraph three, four, maybe five times before I can really soak in what that one paragraph says. My friends, this is truly frustrating in audiobook format. Absolutely frustrating. Uh, so uh, again, it just continues to move me move me on. Here's the other thing that, that about an audiobook. Stopping and coming back later is is a pain in the rear end with audiobooks. Um, one one thing I love about just regular books, just books in general, is the fact that when they're broken into either sections or they're broken into chapters. Seth Godin's book, Tribes, there's not a single chapter in it. It, it, it is not broken into chapters. It's broken into thoughts. 
I don't mind that. At least I know that I've come to the end of one thought and I see that the next thought is about ready to stop. I can stop here, ponder the thoughts that I've already consumed, and when I get some more time, I'm going to come back to this book and I'm going to consume a couple more thoughts. Well, guess what? In audio format, I don't know what it is, but if a if a book has if if a physical book literally has, you know, 18 chapters, I don't want an audio fi- an audio file that says that it has nine chapters, and then each chapter contains two chapters of the written of the of the uh, narrated book. And this is the thing. I, do you know how many people I've told about Entre Leadership and how Chapter Three has revolutionized my life? I'm telling you, thousands of people have heard me say this. In fact, I will tell you, at least twenty thousand people have heard me say over and over again how chapter three of Entre Leadership and the principles there talking about time management has radically changed my life. Guess what, my friends? It's chapter four. It's it's not chapter three, but in the audiobook, in Audible, it's chapter three because chapter three contains chapter three and chapter four. It's ridiculous. And the thing is, is it doesn't tell you. It, it, it's like, it, 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 anyway, it's not broken into audio segments. You know, the tribes, I you know, I haven't looked at the audiobook on tribes, but, you know, however many of those segments, one big highlighted bold thought that starts a new section of the book, if you will, you know, I, I believe every chapter, every new section, any new thing should start a little new point or new chapter heading in in there. The other thing is, is audiobooks, come on, these these things are super smart files. Why can't we give the titles to the chapters as chapter titles if they exist? Now, uh, I think the book, uh, let's see, Hunger Games. Hunger Games has no titles for their chapters. Twilight does. Um, but the thing is, is that if there's no chapters, then that's fine. But why not at least write chapter one, chapter two? They, they don't do this. It's, it's track one. It's track two. It's track three. Uh, but many, most books have chapter titles. And you can turn to that chapter and boom, it says chapter 13. And it gives you the title of the chapter. In an audiobook format, when you're looking on your screen, whether it be the Audible application, whether it be the iPod application, whatever the application is, there's, there is there is technology available for the folks at Audible who sell these audio books to actually write, physically write the title of the chapter so it shows up on the screen. Does It's not there. It's just not there. So I don't like that. The other thing is, is that sometimes, just like a physical book, one of the things I don't like about some physical books is just how darn thick they are. They just look so, it's like, man, I'm never going to get through this. And same thing with an audio book. It's real easy to say, wow, you know, 14 hours. Ha! Huh. 14 hours to get through this book? Well, you know, there have been, <laughs> do you know how long it's taken me to get through Think and, uh, Think and Grow Rich? Over one year. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, but and, and I'll talk about that in just a minute. But but the thing is, is audiobooks, they oftentimes, they don't break them out down by chapter. They don't break them down by, you know, Seth Godin, you know, topical points. You know, the next topic point starts a new track. Uh, and they don't label them. So I, I don't like that. I, I, I really don't like that. And here's the other thing. I, I, I talked about this just briefly in 48 Days to the Work You Love. The book is 
here somewhere on my shelf and and I'm not kidding you the entire book is highlighted I mean it it, it is I probably went through three highlighters not only that but I, this is a book that if you wanted to read it you would not want to borrow my copy because not only is almost every single word highlighted but there are written notes with pens everywhere in all the borders and sometimes I ran us out of space in the borders and I'm writing notes in between the paragraph in between the, the lines within the paragraphs and so um, and in even in between the sentences so you would not want to borrow that book from me trust me it, it, it would just not be a good pleasurable read for you um, so it you know I like to highlight that I just love to highlight I, and, and highlighting in a audiobook whatever highlighting there means oh let's go back hit play try to find that segment where where the 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 narrator just read this one section and try to write it down as he's saying it and if you want to get it for word for word i sometimes have to go back over and over and over again and depending what device you're using to to listen to an audiobook this can be a very painful task um it's just not fun uh the ability to share on twitter uh, this is something that I have fallen in love with with the Kindle. I love to be able to highlight something in my Kindle and immediately click the you know type in a note and then click the share button. And this is extremely valuable to me. Now I I, I don't do this on my main Twitter feed because I don't want to bother. I mean sometimes I'll, I I'm not kidding you. If you go to G, go to go to Twitter.com/slash Cliffs Kindle sometime. That's C L I F F S. K-I-N-D-L-E. If you go to twitter.com slash Cliff's Kindle, I'm looking at December 14th. Um, I, I think I probably ended up, this is from, let me click on the book here. This is probably from Tribes. Yep. Tribes. Oh, let's see here. I've, I've only read the first chapter so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. With It probably took me, I, I, I spent about an hour reading the first chapter. And I shared 14 highlights out of that on my Twitter thing. And the cool thing is, is I read these books and I highlight things and I put little notes on there to remind myself of these little things that I've highlighted. And I get on a phone call with a consulting client and a consulting client will say something. It's like, oh, I read something in a book. Let me tell you, let me read this quote to you. And I go to my, I go to twitter.com slash Kindle. And I, I literally just look through my Twitter timeline and I'm looking for that little note that's going to remind me exactly what, you know, where that quote is. And then I click on the link and it shows me the entire quote of what it is I wanted to share with that client at that moment in time. And and it's just amazing to be able to do that. So there, there are a couple things. Number one, the ability to type a note into the Kindle absolutely love it the ability to highlight an entire passage and the ability to share it on twitter all three of which i cannot do in audiobook and then of course the ability to copy and paste a passage let's just say i want to quote two or three paragraphs of a book for a blog post that i want to write well try i'd have to transcribe that myself by going back and playing over and over again. And again, it's finding exactly how to get to that section of the book in the audio where, you know, it's, it, you know, the entire 14 hour book is in six tracks and it's somewhere in track three, which is, you know, two and a half hours long. 
ridiculous. But anyway, trying to find that section that you wanted to share, those three or four paragraphs, and then transcribing it. Whereas with a Kindle, I can actually go in and highlight it, share it on Twitter, and then what I can do is go to my Twitter profile, click on that link, and then I can go to that page, highlight all of that text, right-click, copy, and then go to my blog post and paste it in. I know that, you know, that's a workaround, uh, but you know what? It's possible, and I do it, and and it's it's important to me to be able to do those things. So so here's here's what it comes down to. A great friend of mine, a great friend of mine recommended that I read Dave Ramsey's Entra Leadership, and he recommended that I get the audio version. That's what he had just finished listening to. And I, I'm like, you know what, I, I, I will. And I said, but I think I might get it on my Kindle. He says, dude, listen to the audio. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll listen to the audio. It's, it's Dave Ramsey. At least, you know, I'm like, okay, does Dave Ramsey read it? He's like, yeah. Well, I could listen to Dave Ramsey. Not a problem at all. And I love Dave Ramsey. And I love to listen to Dave Ramsey talk. And the thing is, guess what? Dave Ramsey reads this audio book. And it sounds pretty good. He he does a really good job. It, it's 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 almost as if he is talking to you, but still you can tell he's reading a book. I, it, it, there's a difference between Dave Ramsey's podcast, Dave Ramsey's radio show, and Dave Ramsey reading his book. It, it, it is there. There's a whole different presence. Matter of fact, let me let me pull up a little bit of Dave Ramsey's book here, Entre Leadership. Ali, technical director. Here we go. Duck. That'll make your stomach turn. So now the only thing discussed at Leadership Council is what is on the agenda. Anyone on the council can put anything on the agenda up to an hour before the meeting, but we stick to the agenda. Last night, we had a Leadership Council meeting that lasted only 38 minutes, so we went home early to our families. Wow, I love that plan. I don't mind if those meetings run long, as long as we are not just hanging out. All right, so there you go. That I mean, Dave Ramsey is a perfect person to read his own book. He can he's engaging and all of this stuff. But here's the thing: I listened to the entire book, and um, the entire book. I pull this back up here. The entire book is six hours and fifteen minutes. Do you want to know how long it took me to consume Entre Leadership? About eight hours. Okay. About eight hours. The reason why it only took, it, it took more than six hours and 15 minutes because there were multiple times I went back to the last track and restarted it because I wanted to hear what Dave said a second time. When I got to the chapter, which I think is chapter four, which is halfway through track three, um, when I got there, I listened to the time management things probably about nine times. That's how, so it took me about eight hours to go through this six hours and 15 minutes worth of Dave reading me his book. Now, do you want to know how long it would have taken me to go through Entre Leadership if I would have read it on my Kindle? It would have taken me approximately three to six weeks. And this is not a bad thing. I would have much preferred. Matter, matter of fact, I'm going to. I'm going to actually buy on. And, and and 
the other thing is, you know, the other day I was talking about this and I made the mistake of saying, you know, man, it was total waste to buy Entre Leadership in audio form. And I could not be more wrong about that statement. I, I don't know how much I spent for that um, thing because I, 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 I didn't have I don't have a Kindle plan anymore. Uh, if I go to Entre Leadership, let me see if it tells me how much that is. Um, I paid twenty dollars and ninety nine cents for it. Twenty one dollars. The the fact is is that chapter on the the chapter on um, time management, the A one steak steak sauce chapter, that has radically transformed my life over the last month, and it has been it has been worth a hundred dollars to me, two hundred dollars to me, even more. So twenty one bucks, and and guess what? I absolutely hands down, it was worth listening to the entire audiobook just for that one thing. However, to be honest with you, there I, I learned I listened to the entire book. I have in, I had several inspired thoughts, but as I was on the treadmill, there were multiple times where Dave said something, boom, my mind is racing down another path thinking about what he had just said and it takes you know i it's like 15 20 minutes later and i realize oh dave's still reading to me and that my friends is why i often had to go back and start at the beginning of a track because i just lost 20 minutes of what he just read to me because my mind went down another way and the thing is is that while I, I agree that I benefited from hearing the things and I think subconsciously I picked up a quite a bit from Dave Ramsey's book. The fact is, is there's no way I am going to apply that nearly as much as if I would have taken six weeks to read this via the Kindle because if I would have read it via the Kindle, I would have I would have never got to chapter four until I was finished soaking in the first four cha- or first three chapters. And I would have never went on to, to I, I would have, there's just no way. I would never have sat down and tried to consume this in six hours and 15 minutes. It would never be a dream of mine. It would never be a desire of mine. And and I do have a strong desire to see the words on the screen. I have a desire to, to kind of read it to myself, either internally or even like kind of mouth and lip, lip read the words myself. Uh, I like to think through, I like to highlight, I like to stop at the end of a sentence and ponder what does this sentence mean for me. I like the ability to highlight it and write a little note about what it means to me. I like to click the share button to share with the world what it means to me. And I like to be able to come back to those things later and say, you know what? I've got a quote for you from a book and this is why I think you should really read this book and let me read this quote to tell you just amazing how this one statement could radically change your life. And so this, this is amazing. It's an amazing book. And I will tell you, I, I, I listened to the audiobook, and I love Dave Ramsey. I think that out of all the audiobooks that I've listened to, this is probably one of the best audiobooks that I've listened to. I paid $21 for it. It was worth multiple times more than that just to get out of this book what I did from listening to it in the audio format. But I am going to tell you right now, I am going to go to Kindle or to Amazon. I am going to buy the Kindle version. I am going to read this book again and I will take approximately six to eight weeks to read the book. 
and I am going to dig out of this thing so much more. And that, my friends, is why, you know what, I'm not anti-audiobooks, but I think I've decided I am not buying them anymore. I, I'm just not buying them anymore. I have plenty of audio content. I have plenty of podcasts to keep me company on a six and a half hour trip, you know, to, to you know, to wherever I want to drive and then six and a half hours back. There's tons of audio content of audio conversations that I can listen to that are broken into 30 minutes and boom, I can, I feel like I've completed something where I'm not leaving something. Um, you know, and, and the other thing I love about the Kindle is, is, you know, I love the fact that right now, if I turn my Kindle on and I look at the books that I'm reading right now, which by the way, I'm reading six different books right now and Mockingjay, I click on this, boom, it tells me I'm on chapter three. It's got, it even has a little electronic image of a dog-eared page. So I know that I'm on chapter three. And then if I go back to books I'm reading now, tribes, we need you to lead us. You know, I know that I'm, you know, there is no chapter number, but, but I do have dog-eared where I'm at in that and, and, and I'm soaking that in and I have other books that I'm reading and that's what I love is, is that what do I, when I turn my Kindle on, it's like, hmm, Mockingjay, Tribes, Entre Leadership, um, you know, uh, Twilight, Redeeming Love, uh, you know, Martin Luther's commentary on the book of Galatians. What do I feel like reading right now? And no matter what it is I feel like I'm reading want to read right now, I click on that book and it immediately takes me to right where I left off. And if something happened and somebody got in there, moved a page, it's not a big deal. I search for my bookmarks and it takes me and shows me my bookmarks that I have in there. I find out where I left off. And you know what? Because of the way I read, because it takes me forever to read a book, the cool thing is, is I never have to feel like, Oh, it's been three or it's been six weeks since I've picked up this book. I don't have to say, oh, but I wonder if I'm going to remember anything that's happened in the past. The fact is, is when I'm reading a book, I consume a book. I soak in a book. I, I, I literally let the book kind of change my perceptions about life and about the world I live in. And, 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 and I take it in and I, and yes, I read so slow and it, and it may make people miserable that I'm still on chapter three of Mockingjay, but you know what? I'm on, I'm where I want to be in that book. And when I pick up that book the next time, I'll know where I was because I remember it well. I soaked it, I soaked it in the way I wanted to soak it in. I recorded an entire podcast episode on it. And when I'm ready to pick up that story and move it forward into the next segment of that journey that they're in in that fictional story, then I'll pick up right where I left off, no problem at all. And I can do that with the other, you know, what is it, the other seven books or five books that I'm reading right now. Not a big deal. And that's what I love about this. And and I feel like there's that pressure with audiobooks. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Otherwise, and, and the thing is, is, it never fails. I know that these applications, the iPod application uh, on the iPhone, um, the Audible application, it, they're supposed to keep your your space in the book. Uh, folks, there have been times that that I'm like, I know exactly, I, I stopped it right between chapter, you know, seven and chapter eight, which is somewhere, you know, in the three hour track which is track number something on that audiobook, I stop. And if I, if I go back and start listening where I left off, 
Well, usually I'm like, well, what was I, what was, what was before this? Cause I don't know because I didn't consume it. I didn't take it in. Um, and, and therefore I do feel like I do need to go back to the beginning and just rehear. It's like, oh, he said that. I didn't know he said that. I somewhat vaguely remember hearing this. Those things bug me. I, it's like, why am I doing this if I'm not going to fully engage in the in the content, the material here? And and the other thing is, is if I do, if I come back to an audiobook within a day or two, doesn't matter if it's the audiobook app or the Audible application, which I know I can actually physically go in and put a bookmark and title it. Why do I have to do that? Why why can't I just click a button and say bookmark? Boom, this is it. Uh, and maybe Audible's actually updated that. But still, the fact is, is that I can't tell you how many times I've been burned by the fact that I did, maybe I've synced my phone within the last three weeks from where I last listened to this Audible book. And next thing I know, I, I click play on the Audible book and it takes me, welcome to Audible. And I'm like, where was I at? I have no clue where I was in this book. And this book's 14 hours long. How do I find it? Uh, frustrating. I don't like audiobooks. And that, my friends, is why. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I don't know why I felt led to do that. But, I, I, you know, it just seemed like some people when I put it, it's like, but why, why? What is it? What is it about Kindle books? Why do you like those? And, and so, my friends, that's, that's what I wanted to share. I just wanted to share the way that I'm consuming books and and. Going back to what I said at the beginning, remember I told you I hated books? I never read books. I, before I bought a Kindle, I probably, and before I listened to audiobooks, because audiobooks, I've listened to lots of them, okay? I have a lot of audiobooks. But to honestly, the, I can honestly tell you, I personally don't feel like I've read those books because for me, reading a book means that I know what's in those books. I've really let them change who I am and the way I think about the world or at least see things from a different perspective and stuff like that. Audio, the audiobooks, and I've, I've got lots of them, they've not done that for me. They've just mostly been things that keep me happen, you know, keep me occupied and, and they're on sort of in the background. Usually my mind's wandering, you know, as I'm driving down the road thinking about other things and, and I miss 90% of what's spoken in those books. And, and sometimes I feel like, wow, 14 hours. I, let's just get through this. I just got to get through this. I just got to get through this. And so I don't, I don't consider this, but before I started, before I had a Kindle, before I listened to any audiobooks, my entire life, about 35 years of my life, I probably read on average, or well, I probably read a total of maybe 30 books from front cover to back cover, a total of 30 books. Audible books, I, I don't think they even count for me personally. I don't think that I've consumed and I don't think that they've really had a transforming. Maybe maybe four or five books have had at least some impact in audio form for me. Uh, and, and again, nothing near like what they could be. I'm holding my Kindle in my hand right now. I have read from front cover to back cover and have been transformed in my mind by the renewing of my mind, by the, the content that I've read, archived, meaning the, and for me, archived books are the ones that I no longer have anywhere stored locally. They're still available to me on Kindle but or on Amazon, and I could get them back on here uh, by cl- the, a single click of the button, but I have no intention of reading the books again. Archived, 46 books. 
And then I have my local archive. This is a collection of books on my Kindle where I've finished these books and I plan to read them again one day. So I've completely read them from front cover to back cover, 15 books. All right. There are three books in here that I have as reference that I am reading on an ongoing basis, the Bible, some Bible commentaries, stuff like that, three of those. Then I have books that I'm reading right now, currently in the process of reading from beginning to end, six books. Books that I have already purchased, have not yet started reading yet, seven Books that I have added to here by adding them to my quote-unquote, I send the sample copy to my Kindle uh, just so that I know that I want them and I will buy them soon. It's it's in a collection called To Buy Soon, all right? Four of them, all right? So let, let's put this in. 46 plus 15, 61 books I've already read completely, all right? So 61 books I've already read completely, six books I'm reading now, um, and, and, and by the way, all six of those books, I'll probably have finished read by the end of this, uh, by the end of January, all six of those books will be read. Um, it, it, what I'm saying is I have fallen in love with reading. I, it is, it's my favorite thing to do. I, I don't watch nearly as much television as I used to. Um, I don't waste a lot of time doing it. I find when I have free time, I'm eagerly anticipating ways that I can find creative time and creative places to just take my Kindle and, and read. I love my Kindle and I love how I read. And my favorite, one of the, one of my favorite books that I've read, and I'm not a huge fan of some of 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 the way this book is told and I and you've probably heard me it's kind of like people kind of got tired of hearing me say you know I really love the 4 hour work week but I have no desire I always say disclaimer I have no desire to only work a 4 hour work week um say you know people got tired of hearing me say that but here's the thing same thing with think and grow rich I absolutely love the book think and grow rich but I am not all that impressed with some of the new age tones to it, the new age philosophy, some of the ethos of the universe and, you know, the 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 universal consciousness. And there's some really crazy stuff where I think that that things that I attribute to God uh, and believe wholeheartedly without any question of doubt uh, that it is God that is responsible for those things that that he attributes to the universal consciousness and that and 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 there's even a part or two in the book where it's like well and if for if if for you that's god that's cool you know there's just a couple little things well quite a few things in the book that really irk me but outside of that i want to tell you that it i would say that think and grow rich has probably been among one of the most important books that i think i've read in my life one of the most important books. And even with that huge disclaimer, I want to tell you, it I have I don't remember when I started reading Think and Grow Rich, but I know that it's it it possibly it possibly well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna pause for one second. I've got it. All right. This is this is when I when I purchased this book. I I started reading Think and Grow Rich on April 19th, 2009. April 19th, 
2009, all right? I finished that book, Think and Grow Rich, in November 2011, all right? So that's two, is that two and a half years in the chat room? Can you tell me? Two and a half years, I think. Um, my friends, I soaked that book in. I I read that book, you know, I'd read two, maybe three paragraphs and I'd highlight it. I'd think about it. I'd write down notes. I'd, I'd, I'd write down goals and plans on how to to think about this, to, ways to observe this and, and the relationships and the plans and the practices that I do. And, and, and I might not come back to that book for six, eight, 12 weeks. And, and then I come back and I read a, maybe two or three more paragraphs or maybe an entire chapter here or there. But from, a, from April 2009 until November 2011, I was reading the book Think and Grow Rich. And I, I, I've consumed it. it. It has had a powerful impact. And uh, yeah. So anyway, that's my thoughts. That's why I prefer Kindle books over audiobooks and why I probably will never buy another audiobook. Anyway, I don't mean to change your mind about anything. I just figured, eh, here's an episode. This is why I do what I do. Anyway, God bless you all. Until next time, I encourage you to join the community. 